Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGaw, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.magaw, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. How to build wealth by investing in our children is how Antoine Williams finds value. He stresses the importance of learning the value of saving and writing down your goals through his new children's book, Mansa Little Reminders. Antoine also spends a lot of time on strategic growth initiatives as a healthcare executive to understand the underlying financial impact on his community. He brings a genuine, optimistic spirit to challenge the status quo and cares most about people. The oldest of 10, he leads the way to impact more communities beyond his own. Antoine believes in self-reflecting to better understand what he wants in his life. He puts in the research to become a high-performing healthcare executive and forever learner. Antoine D. Williams is an author, leader in healthcare, and servant to the community. His book, Mansa's Little Reminders, is a financial literacy gem for kids everywhere. Antoine is currently with Henry Ford Health as Vice President of Operations with the Wyandotte Hospital. He is also co-founder of the Advancement League, a membership ecosystem known for career development, community impact, and their annual Young Health Leaders Summit. Before serving in his current role, Antoine served as Executive Administrator for Adelaide Health and Support Services for Winnie Palmer Hospital for Women and Babies and the Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children at Orlando Health. Originally from St. Petersburg, Florida, Antoine joined Orlando Health from the Geisinger Health System in Danville, Pennsylvania where he directed numerous service line initiatives, including serving as the executive leading the system's emergency department 
across the 12 hospital campus portfolio. Antoine earned his Bachelor of Science in Business Management at Florida State University and his Master's Degree in Health Services Administration at the University of Central Florida. Let's welcome Antoine D. Williams to the Follow the Brand Podcast, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. I want to welcome everybody to this week on the Follow the Brand Podcast. You know, there's, there's certain people that I, I truly admire, and then there's other people that are on my pedestal. And the next individual who's going to come to the mic, he's on my pedestal. I mean, this guy is doing it at a high level at a young age. And I just smile every time I see this guy. He's on LinkedIn and he's like, I just got promoted. I'm like, what? Hey, I'm doing I'm doing some things with the Advancement League. We, we, we're helping to promote you know, our, our communities and get better opportunities uh, for, for the future. I said, okay, that's what my man is doing. Then he tells me, we want to frame a conversation around financial literacy. I said, see, this guy is thinking out the box. He's seen multiple streams of revenue and income and things. He's not one-dimensional. He's multi-dimensional, and he's doing it at, at an incredible rate. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Mr. Antoine Williams. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. It's probably the best introduction I've ever gotten. So uh, you're kicking off, kicking off the day well. <laughs> Well, I got to, man. You're sitting there. You know, you got the Seminoles rocking over there. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. and you got to love that. You know, Florida. So, of course, we got to say something because you were you were Florida. I don't know if you're born in Florida, but you did a lot of time here in Florida. You're now in Michigan, Absolutely. in big blue country. You know, Detroit uh -huh. country. I mean, how are you adapting? Yeah, you know, the first thing is just getting used to the the lingo, the terminology, and of course the weather. You know, so when I hear U of M, I think University of Miami, but here it's a little bit different, Michigan, Michigan State. So um, it's been a phenomenal transition. I think that I will single handedly um, expose my whole family and immediate circle of friends to Michigan. No one's been to Detroit or Michigan from Florida, so. I'll be uh, bringing people to the city, the state, and helping them understand how how beautiful of a of an area it is. Well, that's good, you know. And I've been to Detroit just a few times, so I don't know that much about it. But I do want to talk to you about how you got there in the first place. When I first met you, it was in Orlando, and I believe you were working at Orlando Health at the time. I know you went to Florida State, but you did some things at UCF. And you've just been on this track uh, on healthcare. Now you're in operations. Walk me through your journey from going to school, getting into operations, and now here at Henry Ford. Yeah, I think I'll summarize the journey as a, a willingness to, to be uncomfortable. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's been the, the theme. Born and raised in St. Petersburg, Florida. I uh, went to school at, to, at Florida State and did my master's at UCF. Um, was a working graduate student at a large healthcare system down in Orlando. And then I, I took a jump to be a fellow uh, with the Geisinger Health System in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. So, uh -huh. so not, not Philadelphia, you know, not upstate New York. I was in smack dab in the middle of Pennsylvania. Uh, very cold, uh, very rural and uh, a fish out of water. But that, that taught me a lot. It, it taught me to... Um, to write, which we'll talk about later, and to 
be comfortable with being by myself and, you know, to get out and learn some new things. So it was an amazing experience. It really laid the foundation to my clinical operations background. Um, and that experience plus the experience at Orlando Health is what I think packaged up, uh, led me to the current role here with uh, Henry Ford Health. Well, I tell you, I, I love the journey because you, you take chances. I mean, you take risks. You're going to say, hey, I, I need to look you know, into the future of where I want to be. So I'll do these, you know, few years, you know, in rural Pennsylvania, but that's not going to where I'm going to stay. I'm going to end up doing more and more. And, and that's a good mindset, you know, to have. And, you know, you mentioned to me that you're, you're a young careers. I, I'd say you're probably a mid careers, maybe, you know, at this point, depending on how you want to uh, uh, state that. And I think, I look at you as a role model and you've got a, an organization you're a part of as well that you were being a role model. And I remember when you first started this, I correct me if I'm wrong. I think you got it done 2017, 2018 uh, time. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a passion. I mean, you got a fire for this. Tell, tell us more about that. Absolutely. So I think you're speaking of the advancement league. It's an ecosystem that I am actively building as a co-founder, but also actively learning from and benefiting benefiting from. Um, It's uh, made up of early careers, um, kind of mid-level executives, senior executives, entrepreneurs, folks that are taking a step outside of the industry and starting their own companies and raising funds through all the very series. So it's just a, a mashup of amazing people. But at the root, everyone, one, cares about the industry. They care about community and they care about people. So we're attracting this unique makeup of people that are doing amazing things in and around outside of healthcare, but also people that are just genuine and, and kind people. Uh, so the Advancement League is something that myself and another fellow um, started in 2018 uh, after leaving the Geisinger Health System, and it's something that has continued to follow us throughout our career, um, and and one that we're excited about as we prepare for the Young Health Leaders Summit coming up here in August again in uh, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Well, that that's wonderful news, man. So keep doing what you're doing. And when we talked about coming on the show today, you said, Grant, I want to talk about financial literacy. Are you seeing financial literacy as a skills gap in your generation? Yeah, so I would say right now, we have the most energy and enthusiasm around financial literacy. I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but one could argue that, you know, in the age of social media and, and Reddit, that more people in Robin Hood, so accessibility is at an all-time house. So you have more people investing more people interested in it, or it could just be, you know, me getting older. Um, so I had the pleasure of, of writing a children's book around financial literacy. So my focus was, you know what, when I think about how I was raised and when I learned about basic concepts of how to build wealth, how to invest, how to keep wealth in the family, I was well into my 20s. And I, and I would say that I was about 20 years too late. Uh, so we wrote a book uh, for ages about six to 12, just to start to scratch the surface of these concepts uh, with the hope of having us be able to have these conversations with the younger folks in our family or our friends' families a lot earlier. 
Um, so a lot of lessons learned. Um, by no means am I a financial expert, but I co-wrote the book with a financial expert. I'm a storyteller. Uh, I love community and I think financial literacy and the ability to build wealth um, is its own social determinant of health. So I think uh, that's the link for me. I now I'm curious about the book. I didn't know he was an author too. So I, I should have had that in the <laughs> intro. I should have had that in the intro. But so what are some of like the key concepts that you're relating to children K through 12 that you feel that's important? So it's a series books. And, and I think the first thing is we made it fun. Um, the, the key um, component or the key characters, it's a talking squirrel. So, so, you know, you'll see squirrels everywhere. So it's a, a familiar uh, indicator. It's a, a, a young color, you know, black boy. It's the main character, Mark. His cousin, who we call Cuzzo in the book, <laughs> uh, Uncle Craig and mom. And you start to see how important it is to have a village. This village surround Mark and this talking squirrel educate him on the importance of saving, the importance of spending wisely the importance of writing down your goals and all of these themes that um, span from financial literacy uh, concepts, but also life concepts and, and how to bounce back from failure and things of those nature. So uh, we put out one book. We have a workbook coming out April 1st, and we'll have uh, about four more parts of this series as we tell the full complete story of Mark. Um, and we'll go from basic savings all the way to investing and ownership throughout the series. Man, that is wonderful. Getting that at an early age. So you understand, especially in our society, we're in a you know the social economic uh world of commerce, and we need to understand the rules of the game early and often to so it's like, oh, okay, now I, I'm starting to accumulate the habits that I won't have to hopefully break later. Uh so I and I, I totally get that. That that's wonderful. Now I'm curious to how you use your own financial literacy in an operation role at a major hospital. This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement and operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. Yeah, so I'm, I'm learning every day. And I think when you're in tune with, again, I always fall back on that foundation of community. You approach problems differently. You approach solutions differently because you're thinking about the task at home, whether it be strategic growth or responding to a pandemic. Um, but you're also thinking about the underlying impact. How is this impacting the community? What are some of the, I would say, hidden hidden gaps, right? So financial literacy being one of them, access to transportation, depending on where you're at, 
uh, affordable housing, uh, housing access to food. A lot of these things that we have become well aware of um, through data, through the lens of COVID, kind of highlighting those things. I think those are things that, again, from being around the ecosystem that is the Advancement League, those are things that stick with you. And as a leader, those are things that you bring with you into the boardroom, into conversations, and um, they don't leave. So it ultimately becomes, you know, the, the DNA in which you use to attack problems and solutions, whether they be big or small. Well, that that's very impressive. And, you know, this is a branding show, right? You're on the follow brand show. And I look at you and say, all right, what is his brand? What is Antoine's brand? You know, what's the perception that? you have of yourself this is my question what's the perception that you have of yourself and how do you think others are viewing you when you're not in the room uh, i would say uh an individual with, with high energy um i have a genuine spirit um and i'm optimistic you know and i think that is a trait that is is taken for granted because you you know one can say you're too optimistic or you believe too much and you know, I would I would say that I think we've been proven wrong more than once as we look at different figures and different facts, depending on what examples you want to look at. So I would say that overall, someone that is ambitious, someone that, you know, challenges the status quo, but also more than anything, you know, I care about people, you know, as I continue to progress in my career and combat things, you know, I always remember to to leave the door cracked. I'm always available. I'm never too big for um, genuine conversations. You know, I'm the oldest of 10. So for all my life, I've been giving back and trying to figure out how to lead the way and fail forward and, and tell the story along the way. So that, um, you know, those represent the, the traits that I hold dear to my heart. Man, that, that's wonderful, man. Yeah, that's a lot on your shoulders being the oldest <laughs> of 10. I'm not good. Apparently, like, you know, you, you're the role model. You, you got to do your thing. And I'm sure that you know about that. And that's wonderful because you're holding a big torch for a lot of different people. And being that, and I think you're holding a big torch for, because I look at the demographic, 30-year-old healthcare executives, people aspiring to healthcare leadership roles. There's a there's a lot of them out and you look at the landscape across the United States. What advice would you give them? As they start to track, like, hey, how, how do I make that transition from new management director to VP? You know, what, what are you leveraging? What would you say to them that you think would be impactful? Yeah, I would, I would say spend time getting to know yourself. You know, we, we mentioned that that feeling of being uncomfortable and moving to Pennsylvania, you know, it taught me a lot in, in the boardroom, in the job, but it taught me more so in the downtime. I don't think we spend enough time self-reflecting, really trying to understand what it is we want. And I think that when you go to grad school, you automatically know that you want to get a good paying job after or be a fellow. And after the fellowship, you know, you want to get this title. And sometimes you get caught in that, that rat race of trying to climb the career that you never sit back and say, okay, what do I want? Um, so I'll, I'll follow up that by saying that the healthcare industry is vast, it's broad, and you can find a job that aligns with your wants and interests in the hospital, around the hospital, up the street. There are a ton of opportunities and folks are starting companies every day. So spend time putting in research about yourself and putting in research 
um, in relation to the uh, industry. And I think that alignment will be a lot easier. Man, that that's sage advice. That's very good uh, to to, and I'm sure your, your your peers will want to hear that as they move to to those next levels. And everybody that I know are, are thinking forward. You have to think forward and see what's happening. So let me ask you this: as you think forward, how do you see yourself? What what would you like to say, Antoine? This is what I accomplished in the last five years. Yeah, so we, you know, we have some lofty goals. Again, most of them revolve around, you know, I would say streams of, of impact, you know, in a, in a short period of time and, you know, two years with the help of some amazing sponsors. I can say that I've been a part of giving over $100,000 directly to communities in six different locations, right? Six different cities across the United States with proven deliverables, whether it be, um, you know, more, you know, temporary places for folks to stay or food or, you know, tackling mental health, et cetera. So I would like to, you know, multiply that number by five or even by 10, you know, over the next five years and impact more communities. I would like to, from a career development standpoint, be able to say that I helped hundreds of individuals land their dream job. Um, and those are just two of the things that really get me excited, right? So, you know, those are those are some there's some KPIs that I watch inside the hospital. But when you talk about Antoine as the individual, it'll be impacting people um to find career happiness and impacting them um to live a little better every day. Well, I tell you, those are lofty goals. Uh, and I know you're gonna achieve them. You're probably gonna achieve uh, some more. Because, uh, like I said, you've got that that light uh, within you. you. You see the path and you see things that other people don't see. And the fact that you're giving back intentionally, especially for the last four or five years, and helping that next generation you know, move forward. Now, you probably see that because you've got younger siblings like, yes, I know where you're going. I'm going to make sure that you're prepared to meet you know, a greater destiny and don't just go into this blind about what you're doing. So I feel that you've got your passion and your story. You've, you're owning it. And I think that's great. And I want you to continue on that path. And anything I can do to help, I certainly will. So before I leave you, I want to, you know, I always, this is my my brand, right? So my brand is, I, I, I like to unplug, meaning I want to give you the floor. I want to give you the mic. I want you to be able to speak directly to my audience. And whatever we have not talked about, that you feel that's important, that you want to, to, to frame, take the mic. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it. First and foremost, if you're tuned in, it shows that you're committed to yourself. You are a forever learner. So I just appreciate you for being here. So before I try to sell you anything, I'll tell you more you heard about the things that I care about, that I'm passionate about. So feel free to connect if you see any opportunities to align or opportunities to further the work that you're doing from a career standpoint, from a community standpoint, or from a financial literacy standpoint, chances are, you know, a a kid in your life, a kid that can benefit from learning something about money a little bit earlier. So I would love to get you in tune with Mansa or just be a, a friend of the industry or around the industry. So I appreciate you all for tuning in and just know you got a friend of me. Oh, for, for sure. Now we're going to get that book. Uh, and if people want to get in touch with you, Antoine, what is the best way? So LinkedIn, 
Antoine D. Williams. Um, and my email is Antoine at advancementlead.org. So I check email every day. I'm on LinkedIn more so than, than not um, with the with the event and everything going on there. So always available and looking forward to connect. Thank you for sharing everything that you did on Follow the Brand. I want to let all of our listeners know that they can see all the episodes on Follow the Brand at www.5starbdm. That's B for brand, B for development, and M for masters.com. And take care.